As our contracting company grows, we really want to get our profits to pay for our freedom. And there's lots of different areas that we want to take those profits and put it into. One of those things is growing our team so that we don't have to wear all the hats, right? So that we can delegate things to people, ideally that are better at doing it than us, that have a lot more, can have a lot more time and focus on that particular area or areas. Probably there is going to be some sort of trend where things go up, then things come down a bit. For others, it's going to be up and down, up and down. It's going to be a different roller coaster, a different definition of that. But there's going to be a cycle. There's going to be a trend. And if we don't understand that these are the, some of the core components that are going to affect that trend, and if we're able to adjust the output of each of these appropriately throughout the year, it's going to take that string that looks like a you know, roller coaster and it's going to straighten it out. Hey, Rockstar, it's Andrews Houston here with another No Bullshit podcast for contractors. Go figure. Like, I'm going to get into something today. Well, it's directly related to seasonal swings and all honesty, getting off this roller coaster um, that you guys go through as contractors throughout the year. And look, it's going to be different for every contractor as far as the seasonal swings and things of, of, of that nature, depending upon where you're located dependent upon the different seasons you have and to what extremes. But what I want to make sure that we cover off today is I want to address these challenges. And this isn't going to be be straight up, no bullshit. I'm going to do my best to give you guys insights so that you can get off this roller coaster from the perspective of instead of having massive swings, having little tiny bumps. And what do I mean by that? It's totally unrealistic uh, for any contractor to think that they're just going to have a steady you know, completely straight line growth curve in their business. And every month is going to get better and better and better uh, without, you know, little dips here and there. Uh, that's completely unreasonable. And we're going to touch on that today. But you want to keep listening in on this podcast. It's not going to be that long. Maybe it's going to be about 20 minutes or so. And I just want you to get a different set of lenses when you're looking at how to look at things as a champion CEO especially the bigger the contractor that you are. And the reason for that is as our contracting company grows, we really want to get our profits to pay for our freedom. And there's lots of different areas that we want to take those profits and put them put it into. One of those things is, is growing our team so that we don't have to wear all the hats, right? So that we can delegate things to people ideally that are better at doing it than us that have a lot more can have a lot more time and focus on that particular area or areas so that we can really work on those higher value tasks become a champion ceo and ideally where we want to get to and where our champion ceos get to is to get our profits to pay for our freedom to a point where we are you know minimum at stability and ideally moving towards scale so that we're away the business keeps growing and growing but even with that being said, even with all the insights that we practice here at Prof for Contractors, there's going to be little hiccups along the way. Now, little hiccups is one thing, massive swings, mass, massive swings in your cash flow, massive swings in your sales, massive swings in your team. You hire a bunch of them. You have to let a bunch of them go. Those are things that we got to try and avoid. And so that's what I'm going to be getting into today. I want you guys to get excited. I want you to understand there's a different way at looking at things. And everybody that's listening in on here, no matter whether you're just Bob in the truck or Jimmy with four or five guys or, you know, the contractor with 10, 20, 30, 100 different employees, 
this is applicable. I don't care where you're located. I don't care what trade you're in. This is going to help you guys balance out and start to flatten out. If I looked at, you know, these swings like a, an AC waveform, now I'm starting to geek out as an electrician. If I'm looking at an AC waveform that's going up and down, up and down, that's great if you're, you know, a, if you're AC current, right? Or, or an AC voltage. Um, I don't know if any of you guys are getting that. I'm sure the Sparkies are getting it. But that is a roller coaster in essence, right? It goes up, goes up high, comes down below the zero mark, goes into the negative, goes back up, goes back down. We want to take that like a string. We want to straighten that out as best as possible. Again, there's going to be little tiny bumps along the way, but these massive swings, that can be the difference of you going, have a, a contractor, no matter what size, going bankrupt. It could be the difference of like you lose all your eight players. You go from like building a team of, and working so hard to put systems in place and policies and SOPs. And you, you go from a three-person team to a five. You have people in the office. You have people in the field. You know, things are rock and roll. And you got 14 guys, 15, 20. And then all of a sudden, bang, things tank. Sales fall off the end of the earth. And it's like, it's a freaking nightmare. Anyways, if any of that resonated with you, uh, then keep listening in. If it does, doesn't resonate with you, then jump off. Um, and if you're in the truck... You don't have time to listen to the whole podcast. Again, I think we've got another 15, 20 minutes here, Max. No problem. Go back and listen to it. So let's get into this cycle. As I'm going through this, there's going to be people in their trucks that you guys can't see what it is I'm drawing out. So you might want to watch this again, but I'm going to try and visually describe it to you so that you can see it in your brain. And if you want, you can draw it out on a piece of paper, but here we go. When we look at our business, there, there's a lot of different areas that we've got to focus in on. And the first thing that I want you to get is just a simple concept. And you're going to all understand this once I lay it out. Because I know you know this. It's just, let's get it visual as best as possible. As far as this cycle of business. So if we look at this cycle of business, you know, if I look at it, and when you look at a cycle, I'm looking at things almost like a circle. What's one of the first things that we that happens in a business? Well, the first one of the first things is marketing. Okay, and that does what? Well, it feeds something. It feeds our ability to get sales. Now, again, if we don't have any marketing, in other words, we don't have any leads, no jobs to quote. We all know what's going to happen. It's pretty, it's pretty simple, right? It's going to happen. Things are going to dry up. You could have all the marketing in the world, and you can have all, you know, no sales. Well, guess what? Things are going to dry up. In other words, if any one of these that I describe gets blocked and becomes a constraint, like a plug in a, in a pipe, something clogging a pipe, you can have a pipe that's a thousand feet long with water flowing through. And at any point, doesn't matter if it's the beginning, the middle, the end, or at any point, there's a block, blockage. You're not going to get any water coming out the other end. Okay. So we just, I just want to make sure we understand the simple cycle. So marketing feeds what? Feeds sales. Sales feeds what? Projects. Okay, otherwise known as work. It could be big jobs, small jobs, medium jobs, I don't care, different types of jobs. And what's that do? Well, that does a couple of things first. If we do things right and we follow the principles that we teach our profit for contractors, we have, we get, what we get out of that is profits. And if we get profits, then we should, not always the case, but if properly managed, we get what? Cash flow. And the cycle continues. Pretty simple, right? We take our cash that we got from our profits, invest it into more marketing, whatever type of marketing that might be, gets us more sales, gets us more projects. But oh, oh, what did we miss? Well, we also, if we get more projects, we have to get what? More team. Our team is going to 
either increase or it's going to become stable. But the one thing we don't want to have happen with our team is that swinging up and swinging down. I'm not getting on this podcast to say you got to have a 50-person team. I'm not saying if you have a 50-person team, there's anything wrong with that, but you got to make sure you understand this cycle because one, what we're about to talk about in the next 10 minutes or so is directly related to this cycle. And it's so important, important that if you don't get this understanding, this basic understanding of the cycle and get clarity from the principle that if any one of these, it doesn't matter. I could just close my eyes and put a block. I could put my, a, a block here, okay? Whatever comes after, it's going to slowly come to a halt, if not to a stop. Okay, complete stop. And potentially never get started again. Or you'll never get back to where you were. So when you're listening to this, if you look back at, say, the last 12 months, so right now we're in October. So you look back, like, from last September or this September to the last September, and if you were to look at what happened in your business from a cycle perspective, again, it's going to be different for everybody. There's probably, there is going to be some sort of trend where things go up and things come down a bit. For others, it's going to be up and down, up and down. It's going to be a different roller coaster, different definition of that, but there's going to be a cycle. There's going to be a trend. And if we don't understand that these are the, some of the core components that are going to affect that trend, and if, if we're able to adjust the output of each of these appropriately throughout the year, it's going to take that string that looks like a you know, roller coaster and it's going to straighten it out. And the more that we can do that, the more we can be proactive, the more that we can be in control of our business, the more we can keep it stable if we want, making the, you know, the profits we want, to live the freedom we want, or we can continuously grow it. But if you don't get control of each of these different things that we just covered off, marketing, sales, projects, the team, the profits, the cash flow, you're going to never be able to get off the roller coaster ride. So that's the first principle is understanding the cycle. So let's move on next. So if we got this cycle, we got to look at something, and I mentioned this earlier, called a trend. Now, I'm not going to draw it all out um, as far as mapping out this, this trend. I'm going to describe it to you, and I'm going to use this just as a cornerstone being a 12-month period to give us the ability to look at how we're going to make different decisions and look at each one of these things differently dependent upon the cycle of our business. So let's talk about the cycle. After we've identified um, this cycle, now we got to identify what are the seasonal swings. In other words, are there different points? What, what does our roller coaster look like? How big, how small, over what period of time? The best way to do this is to compare, you know, the minimum standard of doing this right now, guys, would be what? Let me just tell you. The first level, let's call it level. Just do this. Level one of this. You might want to write this down. So level one, and it's okay if you're at level one is just look at the roll the 12 last 12 month roller coaster that's it you just want to see what was the roller coaster so as an example let's use this it's october right now most contractors this might not be you but you're going to get these principles and that's all that matters if you look at your sales let's call sales green so we're going to go green is sales when we look at this seasonal swing, things are probably going to get really busy for you guys and have probably been increasingly getting busy over the last few months, if not more, 
to the point that you almost hit a peak. A lot of contractors hit a peak of sales and getting jobs done um, when we hit December, okay, by the end of December. Usually this is our peak. Then what starts to happen? Well, we were pressured so much to get all this work done for people for Christmas, large jobs, large companies that, you know, want to get their budgets done at the end of the year. And so we, we pushed, we got our guys to work extra hours. We, if we could, we hired more people. We got more work done. We landed more sales. And that is sort of like a peak of sales. And then what starts to happen? Well, we got all this work done. Well, guess what? Now the pipe, our bucket is closed. And I'm going to use a bit of an extreme here. And then around the March, April, May timeframe, what starts happening? Oh, things start going up again. You get the idea, okay? Maybe like, Andrew, where are you going with this? Let me explain where I'm going with this. This is going to be a complete game changer in how you see your business. So level one is taking a 12-month look back in time and going, what does my cycle look like? That's going to give you an okay map of this. It's going to give you a, a map from a, a trend perspective and go, okay, well, this is sort of the cycle that happened the last 12 months. But now you got level two. So if you're able to, and again, as we deal with here at PFC, larger contracting companies, they tend to have more people in place because they're larger. They have a dedicated, maybe, you know, chief financial officer, or they have a dedicated bookkeeper, dedicated admin person. And because they have that, they're able to have records that go back further than most of the contractors that are really small because they haven't really had the time to have the people to go and gather this and input this data over time. In a lot of cases, the level one contractor, he basically meets with his accountant as far as how the year went, like at the end of the year. And the problem with that is they're not able to make adjustments throughout the year. But if that's where you're at, that's where you're at. So level two is the last, what, 24 months. Level three would be you're able to look at the last, what, three years. The more, the further back you can go, the better. Now, anything past three years, you could look at it, but you will see these trends that if you go back, especially two years or three years, you'll really see these trends. You'll actually be able to take year on year, lay them over top of each other, and you'll see a very similar cycle. Because just like a farmer in the world of being a farmer, they have different seasons uh, you know, they got the winter, they got the, they got the spring, they, you know, they, they got the summer, they got the fall and those different seasons cause different activities and different results for a farmer. And it's no different than a contractor. Things are tend to be a lot busier in North America when the ground is not as frozen. It's a fact because people know it costs a lot of money, uh, a lot more money to dig in, in the, in the ground and, and, and do projects when the ground is frozen. It doesn't mean that we we don't do them, but the client wants to do it when it's as cost-effective as possible. And that's why there's these different seasons for contractors. And that's why, come the end of December, you know, we're getting pushed, 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 get all these jobs done, not just because it's the end of the year, but also because the seasons are changing. And then we get this cycle with this dip, okay? So you're, the, the more that you can be at level one, level two, level three, that's awesome. So let me just take this. All right, so let's get, let's keep going here. So we're just going to go with the level one. In other words, we're just looking at a 12-month period for the sake of today's drawing, for the sake of today's principles. So when we're looking at these different things, we have to look at these things in different cycles. So I'm going to highlight a couple of key areas here that I want you guys to notice. 
So when we're looking at these key areas, let me just get my little marker here. Let's, let's just look at this area right here. We're going to look at this area right here. We're going to look at this area right here. All right. But especially we are going to focus on this guy and we're going to focus on this guy. In other words, we're going to focus in on October, November, December, and we're going to focus heavily on January all the way up to March. You'll, you'll understand in just a second. So for those of you watching, you'll see that sales are at an all-time high, growing from October, growing even more in November, growing in December, then they start to drop in January, February, March, and then April they start going up again, up again, up again, start approaching, you know, busier and busier into September and the cycle continues, okay? So we've got to look at things differently. We've got to ask ourselves, okay, if I have this data, what's some of the things that I need to do differently? Well, let's talk about this for a second. Let's let's use this cycle and ask ourselves some questions. So when we're looking at this right now, one of the things that we want to look at, you know, when things are busy, like right now between October and December, one of the one of the things that we want to look at from a marketing perspective, let's look at marketing, is we want to make sure if we can, depending upon the type of work that you guys have, you want to make sure that you start your marketing now. You might be like, what? But I'm super busy, Andrew, and I'm going to be busy next month and the month after. 100%. Usually the cycle of marketing, it can be shorter for some, could be longer, but the average cycle for marketing is between two and three months. That means for you to get things happening, to get people to know you, to like and trust you, whether it's social media aspects of, of getting new customers, I'm not talking about the current leads that you've got right now, but getting new customers, that takes about a three-month cycle. So if you started in January, here's the problem if you start right here in January. By the time that you get the results that you want out of your marketing, getting new leads, that is, okay, we're not going to, we're going to come back to the leads and the jobs you have to quote right now, just a second. It's too late. You spent way too much time marketing and by the time it started turning around it would have started turning around anyways in april uh and may and june and so on because the natural cycle of a contracting business just like a farmer okay so if you don't get started on this now in some form or fashion what will tend to happen is you'll continue this cycle you'll continue to have a massive decline or some form of a decline at january february march and april so your marketing needs to start now. Some of the best tactics for that super, super quickly is if you're doing jobs, like say you're a renovator, and again, this doesn't apply to all trades, but if you are in a service-based business and you're going in and you're seeing these people, look at what other jobs that you might be able to do for them that you're not doing for them right now. So in, in other words, if you're renovating one bathroom, you might want to take note you know, ask them if in the future they might consider doing another bathroom or have an in interest in that. And now you can create a backlog of conversation and opportunities where you can come back to these people that you do work for and you can get, you can upsell, you can, you can get repeat business. From the new lead perspective, if you can, if you start now, you're going to have a lot of work that you can showcase. You're going to have a lot of videos that you could record Hey, you know, right now is the best time because you're as busy as possible, as much as possible dealing with, excuse me, the maximum number of clients that you've, you're going to have in the next three months. This is when you want to get testimonials. This is when you want to get what? Referrals. 
So you want to work on your marketing. Now, when we look at this from a sales perspective, what do you want to do from a sales perspective? You want to delay. What do I mean by that? You want to not say no to everybody. You want to give them an opportunity. Instead of saying, no, I got too much work right now. You want to position yourself as the prize and get these people that have an interest in you. People that have, have asked you, that are asking you right now the quote because things are getting busier and busier. You want to delay and, and get them, push their projects. If you're you know looking at quoting them, asking them, are they okay if the job gets started in what? In January or February or March. Because now what happens is you're going to be able to start straightening out this curve. So this curve is going to start getting less, less, um, a big dip because now you filled in the gap. Okay. Of getting the right work at the right time, saying yes to the right type of work, um, making sure, let's just talk about, we got sales, we got projects. I'm just trying to use the same verbiage. So we look at projects. So project wise, guess what? Our projects tend to follow the cycle or lag a bit of the cycle. Um, of our sales. So now if we look at projects and let's say projects is black, projects are going to be very similar to our sales. And what does that allow us to do? That allows us to become more consistent with our cash flow instead of having these massive, massive swings in January, February, and March. So this is, this is looking at your business differently. So we talked about marketing, we talked about sales, we talked about projects. You know, one of the best time to do employee reviews, you know, when we're looking at things is we want to look at our team and support our team as best as possible. Now is the best time to make sure that we're putting the right effort and energy into keeping our A players. Because if we're smart about this, we're going to be able to motivate them. We're going to be able to get them to be as effective and efficient right now, because the more effective and efficient we are, let's use profits put profits in blue the more effective and efficient we are instead of our profits usually what happens during this peak season typically is our profits actually start to go down and the reason that they go down is because our efficiencies go down because we take on too much work because we're not focusing as a champion ceo on making sure things are optimized and systemized and so our our, our profits go down and guess what else goes down for profits go, goes down our sales goes down and there could be cases where our profits are not so bad, but because we're so busy, we forget to collect, we forget the invoice, we take on the wrong clients, and then our cash flow takes. So this is why it's important as a CEO during the busiest time to actually work harder on the, the, the areas of the business that's going to systemize it, that's going to give it more stability. It's during this period right here that you have the opportunity to maximize your profits and maximize your cash flow. And you're going to see why that's so important beyond just the fact that we want as much cash and profits. But I, I want you to see the effects of this when it comes to our profits and our cash flow from the perspective of like, what, what can we do with this busy time right now? Well, the busy time right now, what we want to do is we want to hold on to it. What do I mean by that? It is the best time for you to hang on to your cash, and I'll tell you why. That means you want to have a cash reserve. 
you want to have a bank account that you actually put money aside for this period of time right here. So you want to keep as much money as possible right here in a little bank account so that when times get slow or the market starts to slow down, you're going to be in a, a very advantageous perspective from a couple of standpoints. You can actually get jobs at a lower profit margin because you made such high profits during you know, the previous quarter. You can leverage that cash flow to get jobs that you maybe would have quoted, but you can quote now with lots of confidence knowing that, I mean, you're not going to quote the job and not be profitable in quoting the job, but you don't need to make the margins that you should be making right now during peak season because during peak season is when you're the prize. During the other points of the uh, between January and March, there could be a case, again, depending upon the cycle of your business, that's why you got to look at the last 12 months or last two years or last three years, where you can now use that cash reserve and use up some of that money to be more competitive in your pricing, all right? You can use some of that money right now to do what? Invest in marketing to generate new leads that you you know aren't going to get tomorrow but it's going to take some time to get that awareness to get those testimonials out there so already in the first quarter we're looking at things differently we're starting to market we're starting to be very very selective in what sales that we get we want to push out the sales that we get as much as possible into the following quarter january february march okay um you know, between january and march or whatever that dip is for you so that We've got more projects already lined up for when we would have been slower. Um, our team is now you know, acting and behaving and optimizing our profits and our cash flow so that we can use that as a reserve for the coming quarter. So hopefully you're starting to see already, getting to wrap this up in five minutes or so, but hopefully you're starting to see that just in the first quarter, we're looking at things differently because we're making decisions now beyond the quarter that we're in. And this is the trap that happens, which is we get so busy, we just go through the motions of getting things done day by day or week by week. We're not slowing down to speed up from the perspective of like slowing down as a champion CEO. And I hear it all the I hear it quote all the time where a champion CEO at this time of the year says to us, man, I'm so busy. I don't have time to work on a business. I, I don't have time to, to, to do this kind of stuff. And that's the trap. This is probably the most powerful season of the year for you to invest into getting mentored or getting somebody to pull you back and get you to see what it is you need to see. So you're making decisions beyond now and ideally making decisions that support the next quarter and the next quarter after that and so on and so forth. This is the kind of thinking that allows you to get off that roller coaster ride. So let's get into the next quarter. Now, I don't need to get into all these different topics. I'm just going to highlight the, you know, a couple of the key topics that we want to carry over. One of the key ones is right here, the team. You see, if we had done the things that I talked about and been able to get more balanced workflow so we don't have a massive dip in January to March, then guess what? We're not having to lay off people. As a matter of fact, it is the best time of the year Come January to March, typically, where you are going to have an ability to land A players. Always be building an A player team. 
And I say this because most contractors in your space are going to have the struggle that you've had that you're going to you know, start to not have because of listening to this podcast and doing things differently or getting the right help that you need. But they're going to be slow. They're going to have to let people go. And what tends to happen is A players that know that they're A players, and most of them, almost all A players know they're A players because they perform, they're going to want stability. They're going to want for want to work for a contractor that knows that they've got work. And by the way, not just work for the slower period, but work consistently. This is where you start building an A-grade contracting company. This is where you start to become a true champion CEO when you start thinking like this. So... Now we are doing what? We are leveraging, getting, and building up our A players. And you might want, this might be a little bit harsh, but I got to be straight up with you. It's always a good opportunity to upgrade your team. And when I say upgrade, I mean that. If you've got somebody that's a B player, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't keep any C players. But if you got anybody that's a B player, it's time to either, they have to either step it up and you know that you'll be able to turn them into an A player or it's time for them to step out and you sort of stop the bus, let them out, and bring on some new A players that um, you know can be added to the team and increase the strength of the team. So it's just it's just such an amazing time. This is where I can't stress this enough. This is where you know if you're a contractor and you're driving around, you're like, how do these other guys do it? I'm telling you, the the top contractors out there, this is what they do. This is totally what they do. They look ahead. They leverage the the pain points and the weaknesses of the other of their competitors around them by thinking ahead and flipping the tables, such that when their when their competition's slow, they're busier than their competition, and the and the A players from their competition is looking for work, and they're now able to build up their A team. Imagine if that goes on cycle after cycle you all of a sudden become unstoppable. So let's keep going. So what else do we want to do during this time? Well, during this time, it's ideal during this time that we want to, when it comes to projects, we want to make sure that we diversify. And what do I mean by diversify? You want to make sure during the challenging times that you've got the types of work that you do shouldn't just be large, shouldn't just be small. It should be a combination, at least of small and medium you know, for some of you, you might do small, medium, and large, but you want to have a balanced portfolio of work that you do and the services that you provide so that you can support and maintain this balanced cash flow cycle as well. If you go and land a bunch of big jobs over here during this period of time in October, and they start in January, and let's say that there's six, nine-month jobs, Here's the problem with that. You're going to have to support all of this work. And outside of progress draws, you're going to possibly have cash flow issues. All right. This is why we want to make sure during these cycles of things, you know, starting to slow down, that we compensate by multiple different strategies to make sure that we straighten what? We straighten the curve. We straighten the roller coaster, that string by being diversified. It's also the best time, guys, during this period between January and March, because you have a little bit of extra time on your hands as the CEO that you really want to focus in on your strategy, strategizing all of these things. 
And let me elaborate on what I mean. This is where you want to put your thinking cap on. This is where we really want to say on the marketing side, take the time that we didn't have back in, you know, between October and December, the focus in on becoming unique, the focus in on differentiating yourselves from the competition. That could be through guarantees. That could be through different types of services. That could be you're on your delivery. You know, you've heard about the red carpet, some contractors out there service space. They come in with the you know nice boots on, the rolled the red carpet. Those things that actually make a difference. It could be maybe different types of training that you want to get your guys on. This is another great opportunity where you've taken your cash flow, you've put it into this reserve that I talked about earlier. And this is gold, guys. This is this is gold. What's the best time to send your apprentices out to school? Looking at this curve. What's the best time? Maybe you've already thought of this, but if you haven't, this is huge. Even beyond your apprentices, but let's just talk about them. You want your apprentices to be at school during January, March, if this is your cycle. They got to go and get trained anyways. You want them to be gone when things are not as busy. You want your top guys, if there's one or two guys you want to send out to some special training. This is the perfect time to invest into your team and to train them. Okay. Let me get back to my proper color here. Right? You want to train them. You want to invest in them. You're getting ready for the busy season. Now, not all of them. You got to obviously have enough of them because you, you, you know, you did what we talked about earlier in October, November, December, bringing in more work, pushing some work out, all those other things that we, we covered. But now we're able to bring in, you know, training. We're able to upgrade our team and their skill sets. So already we're doing things differently. The things that we did in the previous quarter are feeding the current quarter. Now let's talk about the next quarter. Again, this is high level, everybody, but this is a game changer in how you're going to be, you know, getting off that roller coaster and looking at things differently. Let's start with this first. There's another three or four levels that we engage with their champion CEOs on. Um, but I want to make sure that you get the basics of this cycle and how you guys can use this. To, and to really understand and re-emphasize, I'm sure I've said it many times and repeat, rinse and repeat today. You don't start this in January. I mean, you can, if I'm talking in January, then you can start in January, but you're not going to have near as much leverage with everything I talked about if you start in January. You're going to have that leverage if you start now planning for the future. So now let's look at, you know, when we're looking at June, July, August, September. Well, guess what? Guess what we start doing at this stage? At this stage over here, what we want to do is we want to start getting really, really clear at looking at the past quarters and really honing and tweaking any holes in our bucket of profit. And you could have started this in January, but I'm I'm just trying to trying to you know balance this out against these cycles. You want you want to focus in the holes of profits. Focus in the holes of cash flow. You want to focus in the holes of your marketing. This is where you want to really make sure that your team has the proper SOPs, that they're following them. Okay. So on the marketing front, to make sure that we're filtering fast. On the sales front, to make sure that we're converting as many of the A-grade clients as possible. That the, the systems, the SOPs that we created over here are being effectively followed and applied. And in essence, you know you got the right system 
and you've put the right system in place here to be used over here, or to be, let's call it not to be used, it's, it's got used here, but really this is to be, you know, we're looking at optimizing to maximizing. Okay, the efficiency, the effectiveness of these SOPs. So, you know, we talked about filtering, filtering fast in the marketing. We, we have a system and we're following a system. And now that we have the system, we're focusing in on improving the quality of the system of what comes out of each one of those systems because now they're being used. And that applies even to the cash flow. You know, we're starting to forecast our cash flow. We're starting to predict our profitability. We're starting to track our jobs more. And, and the guys are starting to become habitual with those systems that we created over here. And this, is, guys, is just such a powerful way of looking at the different cycles of your business, okay? The different seasonality of the business. And really, it amplifies massively your ability Okay, to effectively financially plan, you know, from uh, leveraging your cash reserves in, at this quarter, you know, strategic planning from a marketing and sales perspective allows us to look at diversifying um, our services during a slower period of time. Instead of just getting busy and being busy whenever the world wants us to be busy, it's time for us to take back control of what it is that we're doing and our actions and how we're looking at things from a proactive cycle perspective. And this, guys, is a game changer. If you took the time to listen to this, if you took the time you know, to, to look at this diagram or even just listen in and apply this, it will be a game changer for your business, for the life of your business. And your team wants this. Everybody in your team doesn't want the roller coaster. They want something that is way more, what, stable. And year on year, quarter on quarter, what starts happening? Get less and less and less of a roller coaster. Now, are you still going to get a bit of a bump here and there? Of course. All right. Last little thing, last little piece of gold, golden nugget, and we'll wrap this up. Suppliers. Let's talk about suppliers. When's the best time for you to do negotiations? Looking at this right now. Would it be the busiest time between October and December? Would it be January to March? Would it be June to September? What, what, when would be the best time to go and get better pricing? You got it right here. Supplier pricing. This is the best time to negotiate because you have the greatest amount of leverage. You have the greatest amount of sales. You're buying the most amount of product from them. This is the best time now. Is this the only time? No, you're gonna, you've probably heard it from me before. Every quarter you should be negotiating with your suppliers, but the best time that you have the greatest leverage is right now because you have buying power. So leverage that buying power and the beauty of the buying power is that it gets, you get to become more profitable, more money throughout what? The year. And then the cycle continues and continues. So leverage your cycle of your business, guys. You know, get off the roller coaster once and for all. Look at your business differently. And first step, determine, are you level one in this conversation where you're only able to look back 12 months? Maybe you're only able to look back the last three months, but the further back you can go, the better. But if it's if it's only, you know, say three, six, or 12 months, then you're at level one, Okay then that's what you're going to look at from a trend perspective. If you're level two, it's two years. If you're level three, it's three years you can look back. And the more you overlap the previous years, 
the more you'll start to see these trends and the more you'll start to be able to predict what's going to happen before it happens and know what to do proactively to make what it is that you want to happen happen versus be controlled by the universe, be controlled by, you know, all this bullshit of, you know, different, different seasons. And this is just the way it is. Take back control, leverage your, you know, your ability to reflect, to protect, um, and the data that you have and take your contracting business to the next level. And if you guys want more info on this, raise your hand, join the Profitable Contractors Association. You can type in that group, you know, Andrew, you know, more info on, you know, how to avoid the seasonal swings and, um, and we'll get your questions answered. And again, more, bring more comments, more insights uh, that you guys want to share in that group. The more you tell me what it is you want me to talk about, the more that we can talk about, um, you know, the, the topics that are relevant to your business and to others. Um, the reason I'm talking about this now is because you guys in that group have been asking for this. And so I'm bringing it to you. Anyways, we'll see you guys on the flip side. That's it for another No Bullshit Podcast. Catch you later. Ciao. Hey, rock stars. Thank you for watching the No Bullshit Podcast for Contractors. If you enjoyed this episode, hit the subscribe button. And if you're serious about growing and need help, click on the link below. Myself and my team would love to help and give you the necessary tools so you can take your contracting business to the next level. And remember, dominate, delegate, and deliver.